That's where that's where the flat earth flat earthers are, I think, a little out of control because they they demand that you get on board with the theory, and if you don't, you're somehow invalidated. Like nothing else you have to say means anything. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Grime America Show. Uh, we are going to be chatting with Benny Wills just a little bit later. Um, about his YouTube joy camp and all sorts of fun stuff like that. Benny's a fun guy, like a mushroom. Um, and we got everybody's favorite Grimerican, Grambo, who is coming at us from somewhere in Paris. Are you there, buddy? Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks. We have your picture in studio that failed painted. Oh, oh boy, no way. That one? Thanks. You yeah. failed painted that? Yeah. That's hilarious. So that's our picture of Graham. He's sitting that's... in your place in the studio. Looking angry. Looking angry and a little bit frustrated. He has his own cam still. Yeah, he's, looking, he's looking serious. <laughs> he's got his five o'clock shadow. He's looking like he's ready to play some ball hockey. Yeah. Yeah. His lips look kind of like a vagina. A little bit. Well, yeah. That's, so that's why I was out here. Yeah, we were playing uh, in the Czech Republic. And then I took the girlfriend to Paris for a couple of days, and we're heading back this weekend. But we had the tournament in Pilsen. It's actually the the small town. It's an old, old, old small town from like the 12th, 13th century. Um, and it's where Pilsner beer was like. There was apparently this battle with these four breweries way back when, like hundreds of years ago. And then they made all these underground tunnels and connected them all together. And, and uh, yeah, like huge for the beer there and you don't drink and i don't drink yeah so i was at a yeah on that saturday night before the final game and the final day of the tournament uh it was a beer fest there the pills and beer fest thousands and thousands of people the whole town was shut down like stages everywhere like it's just it was like a huge beer fest very interesting what time is it there right now it's uh one o'clock in the morning one twenty. Huh. Yeah. Thursday? So, yeah. No. Yeah, still Wednesday th- night, though. No, well, yeah, Wednesday night. Technically Thursday morning. Hey, is it Benny Willis or Benny Wills? Because the art says Willis. Uh, the YouTube said Wills. Interesting. This is a good chat. Oh, yeah, it was a fun one. Yeah. So, this is yeah. one, uh, everybody. All this uh, he does all this um, satire videos with, with his buddy, and they're actually really hilarious. Yeah, which one were we watching? The award show one, I think. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and he's, but we talk a lot about him getting kicked off of YouTube. There was four or five uh, award shows they did, and I think there's a couple of them. They've had two strikes on their YouTube channel. Like, Yeah, it's pretty interesting. So Dvorak wants an interview now. <laughs> I should turn him down. We're fucking book solid next week is a problem. Unless we threw in an oh, extra night. Anyhow, 
So you're in Paris. Anyway, I'm so here. People miss you. They got to say the yeah. show. People didn't like the show. I mean, no, no. Um, what do you mean? What'd you do? Well, we did an intro without you last week. Oh, did you? With, oh. with Jordan and Ryan. Who did oh, great. Awesome. Who did great. They kind of rolled out because we've got, of course, the new websites live now. Um, the new website and the new Grimworks division, which is the new members only section, which now has locked down the black budget feed. So big shout out to Jordan crypto funk in the chats who is slowly migrating all of the supporters over. Um, if you are a supporter, you need to fuck. I don't know what you need to do. I should know what you need to do, but we're going to start releasing black budget content here again, right away under the new RSS feed, which is password protected. So you know what I think I'll do? I'll just release a black budget episode into the current feed that has all the info of what you need to do for the new feed. That would work. Wow. So you got me confused too then. <laughs> well, I couldn't. So this is, but this, so there's a bunch of different things, right? The website is changing and then the, and then you're migrating the chats over as well, right? Something like from the discord chats to a new chats or is there. A oh, new that's discord right. Yeah. We're slowly. Mig so. I haven't changed the grimerica.ca slash chats uh, link yet. But if you just go to the grimerica.ca slash chats, the other Discord's still alive for a few weeks, so it'll get you over to the new one, which is just kind of because we started, um, I don't know, we had a couple of hundred inactive people in the chats, and it was kind of getting a little out of control. wasn't really even that bad, to be honest, but um, the main reason was to dial it in with the new website so that we could have the, all the active development going on without messing up the current discord. You couldn't kind of, I couldn't, we, we couldn't kind of be doing both at the same time. So we had to develop the new discord along with the new website and they launched together. So we're slowly going to migrate everyone over to the new discord and yeah. So is the forum on the new website the same as the discord then? No, the forum's its own thing. Okay. So then the we now have, yeah, the Discord's one thing, and then we have forums now as well, long-form forums. A bunch of people in the Discord were complaining that we didn't have, you know, everything moves pretty fast in the chats, even with all the different rooms. So now we've got these uh, forums. I think uh, the forums are supporters yeah, only, though. Okay. I think you can might be able to read them without being a supporter, but in order to contribute, you have to be a supporter. I'm not sure. I should know that, but I don't know that. But, um, yeah. I'm going to get an email. There will be an email in the show notes of how to get a hold of Jordan for A, if you need to be migrated over to the, if you need help migrating over to the new member-based uh, black budget site. And if you... Um, have any questions, updates? I actually think there's a spot on the new website to submit uh, tickets if something's not working or if you'd like to see a different feature added. There's like you can add, you can make a support ticket kind of like you do on other sites. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, so it's good. Now all the posts are back under. You can go to audio and archive and you can see all the posts like you could before. Um, it's really cool. You get the episode art, and then when you scroll over it, it flips over like a card, and on the back are the show notes. 
Um, so that's pretty slick. I figured out now I figured out why the episodes weren't automatically sending from Libsyn. So I'm going to fix that tonight. That's why the last like four episodes aren't showing up on the website right now, but I'm going to fix that tonight and that'll be working again. You were going to mention that? Yeah. Yeah. I figured out what was going on there. That was my fault. Okay. Okay. So yeah, the new website looks great. The new Grimworks, I think, uh, um, anyone who because now the way the new black budget is set up uh it's easier if you just sign up before october 20th i think but the new support page is great so now you everyone enters their own thing we got rid of the weekly option so if you're on a weekly you're going to want to stay there because that's going to be like it's going to be kind of like a rite of passage pretty soon you know how we still have some people who are on the like there's like six people who are still on the original money bomb donation which was five dollars canadian and they're okay. the only ones left that'll ever have that. Um, okay. So now that's the weeklies are gone. So if you're on a weekly now, you're one of the few people that are on a weekly and you should never leave it because you never be able to get it again. Now we've gone to only monthly or annually and you enter your own number. And then right after you enter your own number, it's going to ask you to create an account. If you're already a supporter, then you contact Jordan and he'll send you a coupon code so that you get your account for free. It's kind of messy, but it's the only way we have to do it with the clunky way we're set up here. Okay, so maybe we'll explain this in the next couple intros as well, just to make sure then. Yeah, we'll go through it. And I'm going to have, like I said, I don't know what the email is going to be. I'm going to make something like uh, Jordan at Grimerica.com that people can email and he'll help them transition. So big shout out to Jordan, big shout out to Ryan. Uh, those two guys have been absolutely huge and instrumental in rolling out all these new features and the new website looks fucking fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Those look good. And this is really just what we have to do to get into a new, like to get into a proper, um, proper website and proper chats and form and all that. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and this kind of sets us up. This is scalable so that when maybe if something happens with PayPal and some other things, it'll be easier for us to transition to, you know, if, if things go south with like they seem to be with free speech and, and censorship and all that, this, this will help in that regard, I believe. Right. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. It's the first step in getting off the teat. Cause I don't think that's going away. I mean, We've been talking a little bit in the chats there about Carlwood getting his uh, iTunes. He's fixed now. Up his, his feed, and apparently it's fixed, but it's just, what, description problems and stuff like that? Subtitle problems, yeah. I changed yeah. ours because we probably got hit eventually. That being I said, I, I did want to mention, too, Greg is coming on the show um, next week. Yeah. There's a little bonus app. We're going to probably dump that one out right away to kind of talk about some of the rumors going around lately. Some of the ones that we talked about on the swap cast with um, Sam and the Conspiracy Farm guys. So instead of spreading rumors, we're going to have Greg on and we're going to have a chat, figure it all out, you know, set the record straight, as it were. Oh, yeah, and I moved the igloo while you were fucking... Uh, gallivanting around europe yeah how did we both use that word that's pretty good yeah so big shout out i gotta do another shout out to brody who lent us the trailer 
Brody lent us the trailer. We got to do a shout out to um, Miles. Big shout out to Michael, friend of the show, Michael Truffaut. He was there. Uh, who else was there? Producer Joey and uh, co-star of all the Mushroom episodes. He was there helping out. And Scoob, Saw Guy. We had it down in three hours, maybe less. Down in three, anyway. Down and ready to go on the truck in three hours. Um, I almost sliced my finger off. Well, I mean, there's probably like $1,000 in dump fees there. That thing weighs about 3,000 pounds. But, I mean, at that weight, it's worth keeping. I've got some different open concept ideas that we could do with it I'm going to show you. Oh, yeah? As we start looking for a new space. We we could also just make some, like, really light and movable walls that you can just move around. Oh, you don't get the like same effect. Divider screens, like, we could just make a... We could just craft some divider screens. Can't. There's, there's, there's been an outpouring of fucking sentiment for the igloo we can't just throw it in a dump someplace if it wasn't ten thousand pounds it would be okay but it's we'll sell that fucking thing for a hundred grand one day with graham locked inside yeah which is good news i mean we thought we were saying goodbye to the igloo but really we're just saying see you later as some of you may have heard by now darren and graham have had to close up shop on the igloo their makeshift podcast studio. But don't cry now. It's time for you to subscribe now. It hurts so bad to say goodbye to the igloo. So to see you later, it does look pretty depressing all fucking tarped up in the yard, I'll say that. Know what I'm saying? Did I send you the pic of it tarped up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the video? No, I didn't see the video. The video of me knocking over that, because that last wall, I just let the whole fucking thing fall down in one piece, thinking it would all split apart, but it didn't. Oh, nice. Michael posted a video. Then he tried to take a video of the igloo driving away on the trailer, too, but he fucked it up somehow. I'm not even sure how that's possible, but (laughs) it happened. So no safety concerns? Like you didn't get your finger cut off or anything like that? There's my no finger got pretty cut. Or... My finger got pretty cut up when I was unloading the panels onto the forks of the forklift at the new location. Did you get like... You, you know what's funny? Assessment or anything like that? I, was, I was in the process of telling Scoob to watch his fingers on this one. And then yeah. fucking... I chopped off like half of my fingertip. Oh. So I just kept the Band-Aid on it for a couple of days. It's kind of holding it together so it it's heals stubby? back on. Sounds about right. Is it, is it staying on or is it... Yeah, I think gone? it feels good. Feels good. That's a good, good little uh, memento. Yep, absolutely. Of course, the new space, it looks like... I mean, we're, me and you are going to have to go check it out again in the next couple of weeks when you're back in town because it's kind of like uh, if we want it, it's more of a few months away. But oh, okay. also There's like a build to suit. We have the option to have it sort of built how we want it. <clears throat> yeah. So it's an interesting opportunity. We'll have to check it out. I think it's worth worth entertaining for sure. Yeah. Um, which is why you guys need to check out grammarica.ca slash support. Check out the new website. It's a blast. What else do we have to talk about? 
Um, well, we do have the UFO quotes. Are we still doing that? We are still doing it. I've got a few you keep saying we're almost out. Last week we did a Graham quote of the week <laughs> in your absence. Oh, no, did you? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a good one. Ryan went with, why do you laugh at me when my bike gets stolen? Oh, that's a good one, yeah. That's, that's, that's my new favorite as well. That's your, you have a favorite of your own quote? That's not fucking narcissistic at all. No, it's more about you. It's, oh. it's, it's favorite, you know, Darrenism, really. <laughs> that Darrenism. It's just a general assholeness. Darren and Graham are going deep. It's a profound UFO quote of the week. Words to ponder and critique. It's a profound UFO quote of the week. Well, what do you we got? Done. Got a quotes? Oh, I want to save this one because this is this is one for the Grant Cameron episode coming up uh, in a couple weeks. Okay, I'll do this one. So it says, <laughs> contact between U.S. citizens and extraterrestrials or their vehicles is strictly illegal. And that's Dr. Brian T. Clifford, the Pentagon official, New York press conference, October 5th, 1982. Yeah. I was 18 months old. You were already president of the MUFON Vancouver Club. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen any uh, UFOs in Europe? No, I haven't. Lots of uh, lots of chemtrails, though. Lots of lots of contrails as well. Like the flight from Prague to Paris was the air traffic was crazy. There's like five or six planes you could see out the window at any one time at once. Really? And and you know, and a lot of those were just there was no persistent contrails there. It was just normal contrail you know dissipating after a few seconds and then some days you just see them all over the sky yeah it's pretty crazy interesting yeah it was just fucking uh, snowing but i missed the ce5 uh they went out in minus five they saw they had like 28 sightings low flyers flash bulbs flashing streakers so a little upset i missed that we had a blizzard again so that was cool you missed nice. two blizzards. Were you here for the first blizzard? No. No, I you was. missed two blizzards, and it's supposed to be plus 20 on Monday, you fuck. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's you know a pretty good dodge. And you know what? In, in Paris, it's like global warming is really, really making some headway out here. It's like 25 degrees and beautiful. It's like summer day today in the shorts all day long. Beautiful. I'm just being sarcastical. The global warming, of course, but it's definitely, uh, definitely hot. Hot shit. You know what's cool about having Dvorak on the show is he just got fucking fired from PC Magazine. Goes right along with your censorship, fucking. Well, it's well, hey, doesn't it though? It's it does, hundred percent. Right? I mean, that's dude. It's going to become a real problem. It's good timing. It's really good timing. I saw something I wanted to save for our show about free speech. Well, and we are having him and Carwood on on the same day talking about censorship. Huh. What do you mean? Hmm? What do you mean? We can't be... Uh, what do you mean we have... Uh, well, I don't know. That's, we're going to have to fit him in next week. It's been a while since no. we've done a double no. episode. We've got, it's we've already, already got a it. double. 
No, we've already got two doubles two weeks in a row. What about doing it like Wednesday? Or th- what about doing it Thursday or Tuesday? Did you or ever Friday? Hear about the- what about not, Friday? Not, not next week. There's no no super rush. Like why do we've uh, we've been trying for this for years? Like now, because well, he just messaged me and said he wants to do. He said next week. Let's do next week. Oh, oh, do I tell him no? This is live, by the way. <laughs> it's the intro. Yeah, I don't know. Let's talk about it later. Okay. I don't know. So, <laughs> did you hear about the good censor? The no. leaked Google briefing admitting the abandonment of free speech for safety and civility? No. I mean, this is this is what's kind of crazy. True story? Yeah, they're, they're just trying to silence all the crazies. Yeah, but they're, they're, what, the crazies are the ones that are silencing. This is that who's who's who, who's deciding who's crazy here. Well, they're just it's, it's just blanketing. Just, it's just a blanket. Everyone's crazy. Like the crazy people are ruining it for everybody. The one bad apple spoils it for everybody, right? It's. No, I was just I watching a video of, of some dude who looks like Spicoli, Spicoli in fucking Seattle, going up and down, telling a bunch of cops to go fuck themselves. <laughs> Try that shit in Texas. Um, speaking so it was, it was of Seattle, fuck you, Cyrus. Um, yeah. So, are you gonna have like a full Europe report for us when you get back? Yeah, we'll do. We'll talk about it pictures and everything. We won that. We won the tournament. So, and that was fun. It was. It was good. It was good. Uh, good competition, and it was. It was a fun tourney. Lots of bunch of good guys. It was awesome. Was there as much diving as you thought there would be? Uh nope, there you go. nope. There wasn't a little bit, yeah. A few dive, European style soccer dives, but other than that, they're pretty tough to play against. Very very tough. Awesome. Yeah, they definitely. Well, uh, congratulations! Yeah. Sounds like you had pretty, to. Sounds like you earned it. Yeah. So maybe we'll talk about this good, uh, this good censorship later on. It's kind of um, I can read this, this little. Um, Summary of an 85-page briefing called "The Good Sensor" from Google and other tech platforms. Nice. Yeah. All right. That's it. We're so wrapping this up. I guess you are overseas. We are just kind of, you know, we limped through the last two weeks with all the fucking drama and the studio moving and everything else. We didn't have any time. Usually, we pre-record these things so you guys don't even notice, but. We kind of had to limp through this uh, vacation. Yep. That's okay. Yeah. Thanks to those guys for filling in for me last week, and thanks to you guys for moving the igloo and all that. Really appreciate it. We're going to have to have, like, a Grimerica night out. That's a good idea. Where we have all these guys over. We'll take them all out fucking bowling or some shit. <laughs> right? Anyhow, oh yeah, that's the other thing I want to talk about. So I, I was thinking, I was thinking of bringing back because so this other thing happened while you were gone, where um, I was at the Starbucks in Inglewood, and I'm waiting for my drink, and I see this this uh, flyer on the pinup board for this justifying nonsense um, podcast. And it had their Twitter handle, so I went on their Twitter which ultimately led me to their Discord. I was one of the first people in there. 
I, I invited that. a bunch of Americans. We kind of just fucking flew in there and took over the place. And um, it got me thinking we should bring back the Great American Flyer campaign. The last time we tried it, we really only had like 1% of the audience we have now. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to try that again. Basically, the uh, concept is we'll put a downloadable PDF of the Grimerica show with some, I don't know what we'll do yet. We'll talk to Nap or a couple people. Maybe you guys could submit some flyer ideas and we'll make a few of them downloadable PDFs on the website. And then what we'll do is we'll have all you fucks from all over the world download the flyers post them up around your towns or wherever the fuck take pictures of them and send them into the Instagram account or some shit, something yeah, like I that. Hmm. I don't know about another initiative right now. I think we should kind of just keep things simple. Well, maybe we should talk about it. It is simple. We, are good, talking about it. Idea, we just talked about it. Let's like one, one thing at a time here. Let's, What's the one thing? What's the other thing we're doing? Well, there's all migrating people from one chat to the next, a new site, a new, Black budget feed. Well, big things. Big things, buddy. And flyers everywhere. Flyers. <laughs> <laughs> I drove around for hours. Yeah, I know. You were the time. winner of the flyer. <laughs> you went to Vulcan. Damn. We had a flyer contest and ground was 95% of the submissions. <laughs> and I think his cousin was the other 5%. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, that's pretty funny, yeah. I still got all those pics. I, I put think, a couple on the Instagram. I think Cousin Jeff's a man overboard. Yeah, he is, yeah. yeah. Was it your alt-rightism? No, 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 no. I don't think no. so. No. Nope. Interesting. It's not podcast-related. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> that'll happen. Yeah, that'll happen to family members occasionally. <laughs> yeah. So support the show, guys. GrowAmerica.ca slash support. Um, actually, our friend, uh, friendly neighborhood web developer, Jordan, messaged me here during the intro. I'll uh, read what he had to say here. He said there's a request code and FAQ link on the Grimworks website, which you can get to at GrowAmerica.ca. Uh, the chat links all work now with the new server. He already fixed those. So you can just go to grimerica.ca slash chats and it's going to take you to the new server. And uh, there's a tech support contact on the FAQ page. Awesome. Which, okay. of course, is frequently asked questions. And uh, we yeah. are still looking for data entry people. If you want to enter oh. some data and you're familiar with really? WordPress. Yeah. Somebody somebody uh, sent me a note about data entry. Forward me the data entry emails. Okay. Alrighty. I think that's all we got. Make sure you guys send Brody some good vibes because he kind of has the Grimerica show by the balls right now. (laughs) Speaking of balls, enjoy the chat with Benny Wills.
right, tonight we've got actor and comedian and creator of Joy Camp on YouTube with us. This is going to be fun, one of our funner episodes. Welcome to the show, Benny. Thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, we've been we were just chat, chit chatting about some of your hilarious videos. Surprised they're actually still available. <laughs> uh, so am I, frankly. <laughs> Does seem to be that. Uh, yeah, have you had any strikes? We've had two. Yeah, we've almost had our channel taken down. Oh, really? Oh. Holy shit. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So what did they say? Well, you just mentioned before we started uh, the Oscar video that we put out recently. Well, we have, I think, four or five award show videos that we've done. And uh, the two, well, two, we did two. They got struck strikes against them and taken down completely. And they were our most popular videos, which is also kind of frustrating. What did they cite? Uh, one was for using over 30 seconds of a trademarked or, sorry, a copyrighted clip. Uh, and the other one, they, they weren't clear. They just took it down. It Gen just got taken down. General and we disobedience. It. Yeah, basically. I mean, both of them got taken down. So I think one of them got taken down by Viacom directly and everyone got taken down by the academy of motion picture arts and sciences so <laughs> they, they belly, were, belly of the beast went were, right for they, us they were offended on that one and you tried to fight that one well they only allowed us to fight one the the oscar video that they took down it was called the best most american film we didn't even think it was that you know wasn't really that offensive but uh, we do say 9-11 was an inside job to the camera in it as a joke and uh i guess that was enough to get it taken down and the other one uh, yeah, since we used the clip of Miley Cyrus that I guess was over 30 seconds long, they decided to uh, take it down. Although, we, we are protected by parody law, and I tried to use that in my counter-argument, and it didn't work. So, <laughs> there's nothing you can really do at that, that point. That, I think that's like the belly of the beast. You, you kind of nailed it. So, do you ever feel like your days are numbered there? Is YouTube your number one platform? Uh, it is my number one platform, but I am on DTube and on Reel.Video now. Uh, days are numbered. No, you know, but I did notice, though, after those strikes, that the channel's never really recovered. Mm -hmm. We've seen tampering firsthand. We've seen view, co view counts go down by 90,000 views before. Uh, every time I go out in public and go, well, go perform in public somewhere, someone at least one person will come up to me and tell me they were unsubscribed from the channel so there's definite like uh suppression happening we know to, 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 to a certain extent anyway man that's terrible yeah it is hopefully it's not a you know it seems to be we're talking to more and more people that you know in our general range i would say that are starting to have problems and it's kind of scary you know we well, were just talking about a, it in the intro we recorded that you know we need to start thinking about our our backup plan yeah exactly it's like the silent scrub it's been happening for a while i mean alex jones getting taken down was like the most blatant example i guess but you know there's been a there's been a sort of a which seems like a systematic silencing of the truth and of alternative media in general for years now yeah and the people that we know that that i mean it's not a hateful group it's not we're not you know provoking violence or anything like that it's just it's just a different uh a different view you know not buying into the narrative yeah and we do comedy i mean we're trying we're not we're not yelling at anybody or telling anyone how to think 
It's pretty funny comedy too. So is that is that um, satire like the gist of your channel then? The gist of it, yeah. I mean, we have, uh, gosh, probably about 110, 120 comedy videos on there. We have some other content as well, but it's mainly comedy. It's pretty funny. It's really, huh. when I was watching some of them, it really, I, a couple of them I was trying, I couldn't even think, <clears throat> I couldn't even uh, picture who was, the joke. the joke was on both sides even. I mean, it, it was like, this is kind of funny if you're looking at it this way, and it's kind of funny if you're looking at it that way. Like, you actually were able to make fun of both sides of the of the uh, the coin on some of those. And then the other one, like the Hollywood one, the, the, you know, the way you guys edit in all the, the face the faces of the actresses, all it really does give me this this creepy Hollywood, not creepy in a, in a, uh, in an evil it's way. It, it's it's yeah. just, it's just, uh, it just seems so funny fake and so just put together like, yeah it, it just really it really shines the light on um what a farce it is yeah how pretentious and well ridiculous yeah. it all is that's the whole that was the whole point I mean, that's why we created it in general i mean we we make fun of ourselves in the videos i mean my the character that i have on there the conspiracy guy yeah that's, that's basically that's basically making fun of myself yeah and how i was especially when i first started you know, waking up, I, uh, I didn't have any tact, you know, and, <laughs> and I found out very quickly that people don't respond well to just blunt statements, um, when they're not ready for them. So we had to adjust. And then joy camp is actually the evolution of that communication. We learned how to, you know, reach people through funny videos. That was a real game changer. But in the beginning I was not, I was not a, I didn't have a good approach to bringing up topics to people. Yeah. That's the, that's the video I was talking about where he's the crazy conspiracy guy. And all he's talking about is just normal conspiracies and his group of regular friends are, you know, they're funny too. Cause you could, you're laughing at them because they're like, they don't even get any of it. Mm -hmm. It's really pretty funny. So how long ago was that? Like awakening or for lack of better. And word? how, what woke you up? Well, you know, this is a this is a question that I've been asked a lot, and so I've had to think about it a lot. And I I feel like I've been questioning things since I was a little kid. Um, I like to think, well, the, okay. So I we learned about JFK in school. I was that was JFK was assassinated before I was alive. So I didn't. I learned about JFK, and I learned that he was killed in the same sentence, essentially. So in learning about JFK. You learn about his assassination, and then there's like this asterisk. Oh, and by the way, there's also a conspiracy attached to it. And there's some people believe, you know, this other theory. And as a little kid, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa hold on a second. What's this other theory? <laughs> so I was really drawn to the alternative. And uh, I, I've always been that way. I mean, learning about the P and I was a really terrible student all throughout school. Couldn't pay attention. In fact, I, I definitely would have been diagnosed with ADHD if I was a kid now. Luckily, eh, I wasn't back then. Um, but when I, in my history book in third grade, when we learned about the pyramids and the Sphinx, I was, I was blown away. And that's all I wanted to learn about. And I couldn't believe we like moved on so fast. So I was really intrigued by that. I wanted to know what that was all about. So I've always just been a curious guy. But I guess the real event that set me off was 9-11. And I was a senior in high school and that happened. And 
you know, since it was before YouTube, I couldn't go to my computer and get some perspective on it. I just knew that there was something wrong about it. I, it just felt funny. The whole day felt funny. I didn't, I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing based on what I was watching. And, uh, it was just this, it just, I couldn't let it go. So for the next couple of years, I knew there was something wrong with it, but I couldn't put my finger on what. And then, uh, it was my first year at San Francisco state in college. And I watched a video that Kevin, the other guy from joy camps brothers had sent to him about the Pentagon. And there was no voiceover, it was just images showing how a plane couldn't have caused the damage that was there at the Pentagon. And it was all I, all I needed. I, then I was, it's been, it's been, I've been plummeting down the rabbit hole basically ever since. So essentially, I've always been a curious guy who doesn't get offended by other alternative points of view. And uh, 9-11 just really, really uh, got to me. And I'm... It's, I've been on the other side of the looking glass ever since. 9-11 will do that. I got, I didn't get into 9-11 until like... A few years ago. Yeah, probably like 2015 maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. I hey, just, Bloomer. Yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't look into it really. And then as soon as I... It was... Once I once you start looking into it, it's just like so everything was already there when I started. It was more a sifting through all the fucking craziness and figuring out what's there. But I mean, we got Judy Wood's book, and there's some stuff in there. And I mean, the whole thing is just you know, there's it's one of those things where it seems like there's a couple layers to that motherfucker. So uh, yeah, it's like put it lightly. You, yeah, you yeah, got, you can you can literally unravel the story pulling any thread. I mean, it's nothing adds up about what we've been told about eleven. Yeah, I swear, lightning. there's like. The planes were going to hit the buildings, and I think Bush knew that shit. You know, maybe they knew about that, but they mm -hmm. weren't. No, I don't think. I think everyone, most Americans were, or a lot of people were surprised to see the towers fall. Absolutely. Well, that's what set me off. I couldn't believe what I was watching. And I think that, you know, by, because it defied all logic, it defied physics. So when they were able to pull that off and, I think that intuitively, subconsciously, we knew what we were watching couldn't be what they were telling us, but we had no choice but to believe what we were being told. So it sort of made this schism in reality that uh, that mo a lot of people still haven't recovered from, which is why I think that the, the they're, they're so susceptible to all the other disinformation and misinformation and bullshit that's been happening ever since is because we were so horribly tricked on that day this massive cognitive dissonance yeah and, and therefore we don't trust our senses anymore because we we, we weren't allowed to on that based on the events of 9 11 we and were it defied defied the laws of physics twice twice in an hour that's three times three, three times three, in a day yeah, three times in a day yeah. yeah well four times in a day if you include the physics of the pentagon we we don't talk about building seven it's just <laughs> crazy man i mean <laughs> You go back and watch the footage of United 93, the aftermath of that plane crashing in Pennsylvania, and it's literally just a hole in the ground. There's nothing there. And they even say it on the broadcast. They're like, wow, we don't see any wreckage of a plane, but you know, I guess that's where it hit. And there's nothing there. Yet, we're supposed to believe it, that some giant you know, airplane plummeted down into the earth and created no wreckage. I mean, it doesn't... It's just... It's absolute mind control. Yeah. 
What do you think anyway, happened? Yeah, well, this is where what's your what's your best what's your what what theory are you rolling with as your front runner right now? Well, you know, this is where it gets tricky because I think that it's a little inconclusive as to exactly what happened. I think we can all agree, well, not all, but people who at least know that it's not what we we're told can agree that it was intentionally brought down, but the exact way it was, I'm not sure. I think that the planes were actually missiles that looked like planes that were shot into the building and that there were explosives. There were not only controlled demolition explosives planted throughout the building to make it go down in its own footprint, but also giant uh, explosives that were placed on the floors that were empty and in some of the elevator shafts, perhaps, that made the building just absolutely explode from the inside out. So they, you know, the, the way that it was, you know, made into dust this giant building was, you know, reduced to dust. I think they were, they just blew the shit out of it, essentially. I think it was just destroyed. I'm not really sold on the direct energy weapon theory. I think it's interesting, and I wouldn't discount it. But for me, it doesn't really, I can't, I don't believe it. I don't think that that's what happened. Maybe, but I don't think so. I think it was just blown to smithereens, essentially. You think it was just du dustified out. by conventional explosives, kind of, or? Uh, perhaps maybe there's some thermite stuff going on in there. I mean, yeah, those right, molten right, yeah. temperatures and yeah. all that months after the, after the fact, that's all very uh, peculiar. Those motherfuckers. Yeah. It's just, and look at what that, and I think it seems like this year is like a lot more people are, there was, seemed a lot more like anti, a lot, it seems like the truthers to non-truthers is starting to get. You know, it seems like you're almost getting that JFK sort of ratio, but you're getting it in the same generation as the thing. You know, JFK took 60 years before you have more than 50% of well, people thinking think that. You're, no, you're, you're going way too far. Maybe 30, mm. 30 years. So do you think now that people are more open to it or less open oh, to it? Oh, more, I think way, way more, more yeah. open. Yeah, I yeah. think well, I would say you're approaching really? like 60% of the population that thinks something sketchy happened. Yeah. At okay, at least something sketchy. Yeah, it's probably because of the emotional you know, we're, we're now not as emotionally attached to it. I think as well too, because the main reason to go to the Iraq war is all bullshit. And people know that that was made up. Like that's not a conspiracy theory anymore. That's kind of a, you know, the mainstream narrative that the weapons of mass destruction was bullshit. So right. that kind of ties that together with them as well, with people with just with normal people going, well, it was yeah. all based on, based on a bullshit thing anyways. Yeah, well, that's what's that's what gets also frustrating is that some people can understand that but can't accept any other conspiratorial aspects about reality. Yeah. So they can accept yeah. that George Bush lied his way into bombing Iraq, but that nothing else since has been <laughs> has been uh, a lie. <laughs> yeah, except Trump, he's lying about everything. <laughs> yeah, except for Trump, who literally cannot say or do anything that's not. The worst thing ever. Yeah. Speaking of Trump and 9-11, I got a pretty good cl clip here. Here's Trump on 9-11. Oh, this is good. We have one of the landmark buildings down in the financial district, 40 Wall Street. Uh, did you have any damage? Oh, good one, Darren. It's uh, buffering, I guess. Oh, that's... Oh, no, I don't know what happened. What the fuck? <laughs> one of the landmark buildings down in the financial district, 40 Wall Street. Uh, did you have any damage or did you know what, what's happened down there? 
Well, it was an amazing phone call I made. 40 Wall Street actually was the second tallest building in downtown Manhattan. And it was actually before the World Trade Center was the tallest. And then when they built the World Trade Center, it became known as the second tallest. And now it's the tallest. <laughs> Classic Trump. Mm-hmm. Gotta love him. Actually, you gotta hate him, I guess. Sorry, I said that. Don't kill. I'm me. on the fence about Trump, frankly. <laughs> I'm on the fence too. But that's pretty funny. Like, that that was on nine. That was on nine eleven. He's like, hey, now it's the tallest building again. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, I mean, when I hear when I hear him say things like that, I actually think it's kind of charming. I mean, I don't know. It's not a. I don't. I don't hate him as much as some people hate him. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, I was pro Trump on the way in, and now I'm kind of neutral on the whole thing. I've kind of just lost interest. I it lost a lot of steam and all that. You know, maybe I was I, I was too excited was the problem. And I thought all this shit I was, was going to happen. Not on Team Trump, but I don't know. I and I'm definitely not. I'm not on Team Trump now. But the way that he's portrayed by the media and how they take everything out of context is uh, fascinating. And I, it makes me wonder what's really going on. Exactly. Wow. It totally, I, that's what I think, too. It, it's it's almost like uh, they're eating themselves. And it's very visible now. You know, their bias and their and their uh, lying is super visible now. And that doesn't, mean yeah. that, that doesn't mean that Trump doesn't bullshit and there's no fake news on the other side because there is on both. But it's super, Absolutely. super visible. I don't think he's lying it's... about having the tallest tower, though. I got to say, I believe him. <laughs> it was accurate. It was accurate. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to make of him. I um, I can't. I mean, the hopeful part of me hopes that it's he's on the level and that he's actually doing some good. But I, I, I can't. I'll believe it when I see it. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's very similar. So what's your what's your nine eleven now? What do you mean? Like what's you know that was kind of your big wake up thing. What's in in twenty eighteen? What's your your big? Is that still like your standout top thing, or oh. you've kind of had you've had. Seventeen years tumbling down the rabbit hole, kind of. Where's your? What's your your main well, fix? Yeah, good question. Okay, so this year in particular, well, one of them, especially the last few months, has been pay, paying attention to Trump and what's been going on with the media. I mean, I was so, I was so done with politics. I mean, I, I'm I, I'm anti-government <laughs> more than anything, but. In 2016, I was so over all the political stuff that I didn't pay attention at all. And I thought they were both working together, Hillary and Trump. And I don't think that anymore. So I've been paying attention to that, to like the political scene much more than I have in the last few years. So what I, the big, okay, the big rabbit hole for me this summer has been uh, socialism and what's been going on with the with the quote progressive left and seeing the mindset that so the especially like the radical left has has been the the target all along and that's been a big reveal and i guess what i mean by that is i was in la for the last uh 10 years and i'm not anymore i live in washington now but in la I thought that the liberals were the closest ones to waking up. Maybe it's because I was hopeful and I was, all my friends were, you know, Democrats. And I thought I can, I'll get them. Um, But now I'm seeing that, that radical extreme leftist point of view, the socialistic mindset has been the Orwellian goal all along. 
And uh, that's been a pretty big turnaround for me. And seeing that the actually the Christian conservatives are much closer to waking up than the leftists are. And that's uh, yeah. that's been a real dizzying experience for me. That's really interesting to hear you say that because I that's that's got it. That's got to summarize part part of the way I feel about it. Is mm-hmm. it seems to be this big shift of of uh, yeah the 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 whole Orwellian thing is a, is perfectly said because it feels like now we're getting clamped down from you know now all of a sudden we're getting clamped down from the people that aren't in government. All the, all mm-hmm. the, all the, like we just talked about the, the big tech censorship and, then and all these up? big corporations. And it's like, wait a second, that's supposed to be the government doing that. See, that's where I have trouble. That's where it gets tricky to say fucking, you know, YouTube's a private company and blah, blah, blah. No, no, and no. They then, were so, funded. They no, were seeded then, by the CIA so even, and no, the government. So whatever, too. even if they are a private company. So then that tricks everyone into saying, okay, we got to fucking, and I, I myself can be guilty of saying that. You know, maybe these internet connections, you know, maybe because you can go back and forth on net neutrality and you can go back and forth on, you know, maybe if there's only one YouTube and there's only one iTunes and there's only one Twitter and there's only one Facebook, then maybe they should be utilities, public utilities. But then I think it slowly starts turning into the fucking Soviet Union and then the government ends up owning everything. And then, you know, it's, you know, Peterson gets a little out of control, but when you actually read the fucking books... Or half of them. <laughs> this is a long book. But I mean, it kind of goes over the slow turn into insane whatever. It's not even communism. That's not even the word for it. It's some sort of other crazy fucking power driven levels of control. Yeah. So control. And it's not even yeah, just it's Stalin. Crazy. It's all within itself. It's like you over your fucking neighbor and, you know, it just gets crazy. It gets. Dark. Well, I think this, this argument of that this new, like, idea i was talking about this with my girlfriend yesterday um you know this forcing us to accept the idea that there's only that there are sorry that there are more than two genders i think that's insane and i think um the fact that people are buying this and accepting it to me it's the equivalent of two plus two equals three or two plus two equals five it's actually fluid well that's what they're trying (laughs) to teach us and it's insane i mean there are there can only be two genders. I mean, this is how life operates. Well, maybe so three. I'll give you that, three. You get the odd. What? You might get the odd. Um, Hermaphrodite. Like a yeah. Un- or a eunuch. Okay. Still, that's like, that's, but that, even that is a. Two and a half. You know, a sort of. <laughs> the occasional, I mean, the rare hermaphrodite, who's still, a hermaphrodite will still have, will be predominantly one gender. That's right. Um, But still, I mean, this, this, Forcing us to accept this kind of stuff is crazy. And again, it's it's mind control. It's changing the way we perceive reality. And that's Orwell. I mean, that is that's a, that's exactly what they do in 1984. That's why the number for the Zoom room is 1984. <laughs> if I think that uh, I think George Orwell. Now, some people say that he just basically reversed the year in which he wrote it. Right, 48 to 84. And because the joke is often made that he got everything right but the year. But I think he got the year exactly right because the millennial generation begins in 1984. So what we are experiencing is this onslaught of this Orwellian world that basically begins with this millennial generation. So I think that he got the year right. I could see that. 
Well, the scary thing for me too is, that, and, and not even being political, but it wasn't the states, the you know, the U.S. was supposed to be founded on all these freedoms, like legitimate freedoms, like you know, you know, you can do whatever you want as long as you don't harm anybody in the free speech and all that kind of stuff, the right to bear arms and all that, all that stuff that is just like, how come that's just? I know it hasn't been there, but now it's obviously being taken away. Mm-hmm. And, how, and how how does that how does that not uh, like? It does feel to me like it's the the last stand of f- that type of freedom in Western civilization because we're already not there. Like we're in Canada, right. we're, we're, we're already we're already to, way we're about past to completely that. We're, ban handguns. Here. Yeah, we're about to ban handguns and hate speech. Like I already, we already can't say anything bad against. The I don't think we can even say what think. you just said. We might get in trouble for that <laughs> because yeah, we have that new bill that says proper pronouns are a thing. But I guess you didn't directly not somewhat call. It. I think the problem. The twist on that is you have to directly not call them what they ask you to call them. Uh, Assuming yeah, gender just is just makes you an asshole. And I'm okay with asshole. I just don't want to be arrested. The wrong name is, but if they say, hey, I'm Zer, and you continue to not do that properly, that's where you get yourself into trouble. Yeah. I mean, how can you make a law on that? This is, this is absolute chaos. This is ridiculous. Um, it's the, and the left is systematically taking away our freedom of speech it's the left doing that you know it's i never thought that i would be that i'm just very surprised that this is what i'm starting what i'm understanding about the whole situation and i mean for example okay so i just flew back to la last weekend to make some videos with kevin for joy camp and he so one of the videos we filmed is called you can't say that and uh he had this idea where we could be brainstorming all the different words, phrases, and microaggressions you're not allowed to say anymore. And we have a long list and it'd be really funny and all this. And I thought that's a good idea, but there's not going to be enough material for the video. Surely not. So I started doing research and uh, looking up all kinds of like college pamphlets and new, you know, disclaimers people have to have in the workplace of what you can and cannot say. And I ended up with a list that was over six pages long, <laughs> bullet pointed list, and thought, man, this is just crazy. And now it gets even worse. So I went on Facebook and I thought, well, I'll ask the the hive mind. So I I, I made it. I posted, uh, what are some things you're not allowed to say anymore? That simple. And then I put in parentheses, um, if you want to message me private privately, go ahead. So people started you know, listing up all kinds of things. And I started getting information and my niece uh, came out as gay earlier this year. And my niece is someone who I have a great relationship with. I've always, I've known her since she was born. I've always supported her. I've encouraged her. I've, gosh, I've paid for all kinds of school trips and, you know, been a very good uncle to my niece. But she sees me now as a homophobic conspiracy theorist uh, danger to her and someone who's not sympathetic to gay people and it's just crazy because there was someone okay so someone put in there you can't say smear the queer anymore and what i i commented i used to love that game and then someone else said well what's smear the queer and i said well smear the queer is a game where whoever has the ball is the queer and then he gets chased around by everyone else and as soon as he gets tackled he gives up the ball and the next person who picks up the ball is then the queer that's the game but my niece saw that and saw, thought I was being aggressive and mean towards gay people. Intolerant. And my sister, 
intolerant or whatever. And my sister, who is ultra left, like rigidly on the left, um, they both were outraged by me and by this post and by the people and by what people were saying as in the comments. And uh, my niece basically told me that I'd lost all my human decency, which is a pretty harsh thing to say. And my and she told my my sister that she was afraid for her life that I might yeah, she's afraid I was going to kill her with a gun because she was gay, which is absolute nonsense. This Again, is your niece. Oh my god! This is my niece. This is my family. This is my family who I love and who I've been supportive. I never miss a birthday. I never miss Christmas. You know, and I am <laughs> my best friend is gay, but you can't even say that. To some to someone on the left because you're then using it like, like oh uh, they're like, token you're token gay guy yeah, eh? <laughs> he, said, he said that's tokenism like well tokenism. It, yeah whatever that means but it means something I mean I was there for my friend when he came out of the closet and I didn't bat an eye I was there to support him through it you know and that but now somehow because I'm not agreeing with every single thing you say and every opinion that you have that I'm now the enemy and she kept saying well you're alt right and she oh. said uh, my sister. My sister said to me, she said to me, I see you going down a dark path. And I said, well, what exactly does this dark path look like? She said, well, it might involve tiki torches. <laughs> well, it's dark. You can use the tiki torches in the dark. That is fucking insane. But that's how you know the left is out of control because they're buying into this bullshit. And if you don't agree with the narrative completely, you're now alt-right. You're a Nazi. You're a bigot. You're a racist. You're you know, et cetera. And I have my white privilege, so I have nothing to stand on. I have no, you know, I don't understand anyone else's struggle or anyone else's pain. It's fucking insanity. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's a powerful it. example because it really seems cliche, but that to hear that personally, it sucks it's, that it's within your family, man. That's the worst. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks all those, big time. I, there's nothing I can do. There's nothing I can say. All those emails yeah. kind of fucking start like that. That whenever we get a, an email, like we get like an email every week or two that accuses the show of being all right because we just Graham likes Trump. Um, <laughs> no, I just it's exactly like he explained it. Yeah, exactly. It's just I mean, hope. I have hope for maybe some yeah. good things, some good changes. Anyway, that's all. Like I don't like. But it always like the show's going to a dark place, <laughs> or you're turning into Red Ice Radio, or it's like, come on. Poor guys. Alex. Come on, like, come on. Yeah, I all I do everything I do because I'm trying to help. You know the irony, and I'm a friend to everybody, and I I travel around the world and get to perform at conferences, and I I, I talk to people who I have friends who are liberal, who are conservative, who are anarchists, who are libertarian, you know, who are atheists, who are Bible thumpers, whatever, and I get along with all all of them. You know, it's not I have no bias against the person because of the color of their skin or their sexuality or their gender, any of that nonsense, but because I don't subscribe to this belief system, this radical left belief system, I'm all kinds of uh, bad things and I'm dangerous to family. I mean, it's just sad and pathetic and, and insane. And you're, and all you're doing really there, the key was, was the talking about that, that game from the eighties. Yeah. Years, because I, because like, I, because I dared to explain the rules of smear the queer yeah. objectively. Yeah. I wonder, what, <sighs> anyway, wonder what we called yeah. that as kids. I don't think we. Is that like? I, I don't even. Well, we didn't have, we played. Not, we played kick the can. Let's hear it. Dunlop. Alt right. Dunlop. Is it pig in the middle or something like that, or is that a different one? I think that's a different. Pig one. in the I, middle. I don't know. We, you, we. No. 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 We're not just fucking glazing over that. What's pig in the middle? I'm trying to remember, but that was a, that was an important. Sounds like you guys wrapped up in a blanket and did like uh, 
No, 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 no. No? Huh. Interesting. Hmm. So, alt-writing it up here today. I like <laughs> it. Ground's pretty alt-right himself. We get, yeah. No, yeah, I'm the, the same thing. Just getting called all right by this fucking asshole over here and other people. That's all. Oh, I better not say that hate. That oh, intolerant. <laughs> I'm an Indian. You can't talk to me like that. Well, we just we just talked about before we recorded this, um, Benny. We talked about a uh, a thing in the diagnostic. They're trying to push for intolerance to be put in the diagnostic manual as a medical disorder, as a psych psych psychopathy type thing. Okay. Yeah. So, so you need it's not meds. just racism, sexism, and stuff. It's actually like intolerance. They'll come up with a name for it, and they'll have some meds for it. And uh, if you don't fit into the mainstream narrative, you know, you only be, think there's two genders. There's a pill for that. You'll be labeled. There's a pill for everything. IPD, and you'll be medicalized. What's IPD stand for? Something intolerant personality disorder, probably. Oh. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> That's got to be like who gets everybody. to decide on that? How right? fucking Orwellian is that? Jesus, I better get my facts yeah, straight. Exactly. That might not be the real definition of IPD, but I saw, when I was reading that article, I saw it in there. If you that's the new. That's that. the one we're using in Great America moving forward. IPD. Yeah, that's it. So, what do you think about? Have you been following the whole QAnon thing? And then now this other guy come out said it fake. Said it's fake, and he was part of it. What do you think about? Oh, that? yeah, I, I've I've been. Well, casually following it. I, I wrote it off completely at the beginning, um, or in the beginning. But and I went down a QAnon rabbit hole this summer and, you know, wanted to see why people were into it. Um, I think it's interesting. I, again, I mean, I think the jury's out. I would love it all to be true. I mean, that'd be fantastic. It'd be fantastic to know that there are, like, you know, people on the inside working together to take down the cabal and the pedophile rings and all that and, you know, restore order or balance or something. I mean, that would be <laughs> fucking great. I will believe it when I see it. Yeah. You know, I think some of the, some of the Q, QAnon proofs are fascinating. Uh, you know, the whole, the, the rabbit on Easter and the tip top and some of that stuff that the whole no name McCain was interesting. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. What do you guys think? That's very similar again to, to you. I, I was know. in and out. Then I was out. Then I was in. Now I'm just out. Now I'm just out of everything, though. I just unplugged and started reading books. Listening to audio well, so books. I, and... I needed a break. The last couple of weeks, I've just checked out. I don't want to... I, I You know what? I'm sick of... What I don't like about QAnon is when they say, fireworks, get your popcorn ready. I'm so sick of that mentality. Like, wait and see. Just wait. Just wait. I'm sick of fucking waiting. You know, yeah. show me something. Show me Hillary Clinton in handcuffs. Then I'll then I'll buy it a little bit. All of them. Put them all in handcuffs. Yeah. Show. I need something more than just get the popcorn ready. Don't worry. POTUS is working working for you. Is trust in POTUS. That's that sounds like Orwell to me too. So he signs off some of those. Trust in POTUS. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it makes me uncomfortable. I'm like, eh, you don't have to say that. I don't, I'll believe it when I see it. You, I'm open to Trump doing good things. So what if you um, arrested all the congressmen? Everyone would uh, freak the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I am sitting back and eating the popcorn and watching, but I'm not because I'm excited because I'm just curious to see what they're going to do next. 
So did you guys end up doing that show on all the what you can't say? Like, did you? Did you oh yeah, we ended up doing it. We did it like a we did it like a PSA, like a really sort of cheesy college PSA, where uh, yeah, where Kevin plays almost almost like a little boy character, and he says the word retarded, <laughs> and I come out and tell him he can't say that, and then we sort of have a banter, and I make I list all. At first, it's all the diff, all the things you can't say about. Uh, race and ethnicity and then all the things you can't say about gender and sexuality and then a bunch of microaggressions and then we go into conspiracy theories a little bit and then it uh it wraps up i think it's gonna be great i it was really fun to, to film could you we'll give see. us a couple examples of some microaggressions you can't say <laughs> oh man well the one that made me i don't it didn't make it into the video here Alex, me, me yeah what's it we'll settle for your 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 didn't make it one of the ones that was really funny to me was that you can't tell, you can't say to a handicapped person when they do something normal, like an everyday activity, you can't say, you're so inspirational. I thought that was really funny. You're such an inspiration. When they do something like open up a door, I think that's a really funny microaggression. Wow. Um, but if you go deep down that rabbit hole of uh, things you can't say, I mean, some people are offended if you call something politically correct. You can't even say politically correct to someone. And uh, to me, that's just, that's when you know the Matrix has you. <laughs> I think it has you know, a lot of people. It's just nuts. Um, a lot of people gosh, are wrapped up. I mean, look how many people think the earth is flat these days. A lot of people. There's a measurable that. percentage of our audience that thinks that the earth is flat. Where do you fall in yeah. on that? <laughs> Oh man, put me on the spot about that one. That one is such a divisive issue. I like to just stay neutral let's on it. Skip, yeah, let's think, skip over it. No, no, I go round. This motherfucker is round. Yeah, my vote goes I, round for sure. My vote is that I'm open to it being anything, and I would like someone to. If someone, I, I want. Here's the thing: I don't, I don't trust NASA, so I don't. What, and that's what I appreciate about flat earth sort of i guess theory is that it challenges that paradigm but i feel like oh man so you guys set me up something if there's people who believe in the flat earth they're gonna hate anything i say uh and that's also a problem with flat earth by the way is that it becomes an obsession you're not allowed to talk about anything without mentioning flat earth and that's a problem to me but uh i feel like a lot of people have proven the curvature uh, and I think that's, you know, that's once you have mathematical proof that there is curvature, I don't know, it becomes hard to, uh, argue with that. Now, that being said, you know, in fact, you know what, if you're listening to this and you just, and you think that's bullshit, send me an email, just prove it to me, prove, prove to me that there's no curvature and I'll look at it because I'm open to all information. Yeah, excellent. Well, well said. We yeah. had a little campaign. We were going to send a balloon up of our own. But, <laughs> well, that's uh, why I was laughing because their of... video, their conspiracy guy video, had the, it basically had them doing that. It, had, it was like a discussion that we've been having. Oh yeah, about that. And then they throw oh, yeah. a rocket up into space and everything. We started a GoFundMe, but there wasn't a lot of support behind it. That's funny. Yeah. You know, it's funny that they, that clip or a, a clip from that video of our conspiracy guy flat Earth. Someone used a. a clip from that and put it into a recent flat earth documentary that has like a million views <laughs> i've had 
multiple people <laughs> sent me messages asking me if I was in a flat earth documentary. <laughs> and I looked at Sure enough, I am. And uh, it's out of context. I was just going to so. ask that. It's probably out of context. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's me <laughs> describing the horizon and how the horizon rises to meet our eye line. But they don't, throw, you know, they don't use the bit where I'm totally, you know, skeptical of the flat earth theory. That's kind oh, of funny. That's hilarious. Nice. And that it's probably full of ads, too. Yeah. Oh, maybe. Here we go. Um, you can't say you can't say things like I'm not a racist. I have several black friends. You can't that do that with gay anymore. people either, then. You're not allowed to say Hollywood is run by Jews, which oh, is... Oh, that's, that's not even micro. That's just aggression. But that's true. It's, you're that's an, an anti, you anti-Semite well, son of a what's, bitch. What's funny <laughs> is that you know, I grew up in Hollywood. I spent most of my life in L.A. And, you know, the, the Jews in Hollywood joke about it amongst themselves. They know that the Jews run things, but... You're not allowed to say it if you're not Jewish, even though it's true. That doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. Let's see. What are some microaggressions? Um, you're not allowed to say America is a melting pot anymore. That's not allowed anymore. It's more like a pizza. Uh, and these are coming from documents, right? Not just, not just oh, yeah. like, this isn't just coming from your friend making a joke about it. This is like... Here's one. I, here's one. I was just going to say we brainstormed these, but you can't say brainstorm anymore because it's offensive to people with epilepsy. No, come on. Yes. Not ju- I wouldn't make that up. I, I'm, I'm not smart enough to make up something like that. Yeah, you can't say bra- brainstorm. So you can't say brain fart either, I guess. Epilepsy. Do you have brain um, fart on there? Because that would obviously apply. Uh, you're not allowed to say being thin is good for your health. That's a microaggression. Oh, so fat shaman's out. Well, <laughs> uh, my, that, that, that particular microaggression is out. You can't say you should smile more. That's a microaggression. That is kind of hard on the sad people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Somebody's got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> uh, what are some other good ones? <laughs> um, gosh, there's so many. I have in the end of the conspiracy category. I did say things like, "You can't say 9/11 was an inside job." Um, I have some questions about World War II. That's not acceptable. Oh <laughs> yeah, that one—that's uh, tough one. That one will get you in trouble. Get you in a lot of trouble. That'll get you arrested in some countries. In Canada. Canada, yeah, we're one of those. Yeah. Really, yeah. we're well, one of those countries. Don't yeah. deny. Don't deny that one. Well, truth fears no investigation. Well, some that's what, some things are so, so true that you need to enforce them by law. But that's what gets me about this whole Sandy Hook thing as well, and that the oh pushback boy. is so hard Strike that it's one. like you if you if you have to push back against something that hard about people talking about, you won't let them even discuss it. That sends some yep. red flags up to me. Like you shouldn't have to hide behind all that. The truth should you know will work its way out eventually. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's a you know this guy Wolfgang Hel Helbig Helbig. Uh, yep. Heard him. Yep. School safety inspector who has basically blown the lid off of the Sandy Hook story. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's the guy THC head on a couple of times. Yeah, and also my a guy named Marty Leeds did a had made a documentary about him, and it's actually really really well done. 
Flat Earther Marty Leeds. Yeah, that one. Yeah, he, he is that, a we've, flat earther. We've had him. We've had him on <laughs> yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah Marty's, Marty's a fun dude. Yeah. Marty's great, yeah. It's yeah. tough. That's the problem is that when people start going off that flat earth edge, I'm just like, oh, no. Another one that's like, man, overboard. Well, that's the thing. I mean, but I don't... I'm offending half the audience. I, I, don't, I don't get offended by much of anything other than, you know, outright violence and, you know, people being absolute shits. So I don't get... When people are on... If Marty wants to... You know, if he's really believes it and he loves it, I'm not going to dis. you know, I'm not going to stop listening to the rest of what he has to say just because I'm on the fence about the whole flat earth idea. You know, I think that's where, that's where the flat earth, the flat earthers are, I think a little out of control because they, they demand that you get on board with the theory. And if you don't, um, you know, you're, you're somehow, invalidated like nothing else you have to say means anything and not worth listening to or you're a shill or you're a quintel pro or you know all that other those other fucking names they try to throw at people yeah have you, one of the a polarizing ones that we, talk, we talk about as well as uh back the vaccine stuff have you ever done any skits or any like satire on that yeah absolutely we have one we made one after the uh Measles. Ebola scare a few years ago for the Ebola oh, that would be vaccination. <laughs> yeah, we definitely we listed off all the all the side effects of the vaccination and all the ingredients. Anal bleeding. Yeah. Uh, all the poisonous my favorite ingredients. One from that, my favorite. My favorite. My favorite from that is I think lowered consciousness is that, side effect oh. of vaccination. <laughs> really? Is that a thing? A real thing. Yeah. Well, again. Yeah. That was from an actual list of side effects from a certain vaccination was lowered consciousness. Jesus. That one's a winner. Keep that one around. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they have to mix a few of them together to get that lowered consciousness effect. How do you study that? How and do you then, study like people becoming lowered yeah, how do you consciousness? How do you define that? Well, right now that? they're having trouble because it's like the fentanyl in the blow. They can't get it to mix in right. It's not mixing in right, so people are getting super doses. What, is that what you're saying in the vaccines? Is that yeah, what you're saying? Maybe. If that's what they're trying to do, lower consciousness. That's crazy. I just think they're fucking idiots, and they're trying to make money, and they don't know what they're up to, and it's just... I agree. I just think they don't know what they're doing. I don't think they're inherently bad, but a lot of them are bad for you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I think it's hard to... Even though, you know, some of the vaccinations, even though they... They go out of their way to say that there's no link between vaccinations and autism, yet autism is one of the side effects listed in vaccinations. Yeah, that's right. That's on, on. one of the pop-outs. We have to do another one on that, Darren, because that's one of Darren's top sort of topics. Mine, mine would be like weather manipulation and, and uh, mm -hmm. that type of thing, chemtrail kind of I stuff. I remember. I remember that from a THC talk. You guys... Yeah, and um, but we need to broach that again—the vaccine thing. I've been seeing lots of lots of stuff online. Some people pushing pretty hard, you know, showing all the stuff we're talking about, the ingredients and the side effects, and the vaccines could topple yet. I could see it happening. Yeah, I could see that shit happen. I don't want polio to come back. Polio, polio ain't polio coming back. Come More back. people died from the polio vaccine than polio. Well, yeah, because polio hasn't been around for decades. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's a true stat. I gotta <laughs> clarify. 
But I did see one of those very similar ones. Like by the time they started vaccinating from something, more people died from the vaccine. I don't know if it was polio. Well, they, they redefined what polio was so that it seemed like the vaccination was actually curing it when polio was actually just chemical chemical reaction to all the, you know, basically the industrial revolution. DDT, a lot of DDT. Factories and stuff. Absolutely. And putting it in the water, drinking the water, then spraying the kids, and then they had polio. And they just started messing with the, you know, with uh, what 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 they said polio symptoms were and when they occurred. So they tried to make it seem like it was a success, but actually it was a huge failure, but they just redefined what it was. And that's how they lied about it. Polio vaccination is a huge lie. If you look at the numbers, it's like the, the it got redefined as a certain type of meningitis. So if you look at the numbers, it's like, as as polio goes down, you can see the numbers for that meningitis going up at the exact same rate. And when they finishes off, polio is where meningitis was, and meningitis is where polio was. There's a great book that a friend of mine wrote called uh, Official Stories, and he's a chapter about vaccinations, Ooh. and it's illuminating. And that it's all about like, polio. That sounds like a great history book. History of vaccinations. Um, <laughs> highly recommend. Shorio. What's his name? Liam Sheff, and unfortunately he died last year, but his book is one of the best um, primers for anybody who's questioning things. Uh, it's a really easy read, and it's funny, which is, of course, I appreciate. But he covers everything from vaccinations to 9-11 to JFK to uh, the HIV AIDS situation to who's the real Shakespeare. I mean, it's a really great book. Cool. So if you're on the fence for Flat Earth, then what, what is a little too out there for for Benny? For me? On the fence? You know, honestly, one theory I just have a hard time with that I'm in the minority as far as, like, conspiracy, I guess, theorists go, is uh, Paul is dead. I have a really hard time with Paul is dead. We did a show on that. I have a hard time with it, too. <laughs> I just don't see, whenever I see the pictures, I'm always like, it's the same guy. Looks like the same guy to me. And I, when I try to show pictures of who it might be, I'm like, that's a different guy. So I have a hard time with it. Just like, the, I mean, to me, it's similar to the Bill Hicks, Alex Jones thing, which I cannot accept. Oh, that Bill Hicks is Alex Jones? <laughs> what about the reptilian? I think that might be true. There might be some legitimacy there. You think Zuck's a reptilian? Who? Zuckerberg? Oh man, he might be man. He might be some. There's kind of that anti-Semitism again. <laughs> he certainly drinks water like some sort of weird snake in the grass. Well, yeah. did you guys hear that they're trying to make the word globalist an anti-Semitic term? Oh, of course. It's crazy. As you do, Glo Yeah, Glo I've heard a few times now globalist being. Oh yeah, globalist is is slang for which is funny because we have the sticker on the table that says america's being overtaken by globalist forces so that'll be like hate speech well that was something i wanted to try to slip into that to our video somehow is that globalist is a term you can't use for two reasons one because it's somehow associated with anti-semitism anti-semitism now and it's also you know it's invalid because flat earthers would say that you're promoting the baller baller <laughs> There it is. So globalist is out. Can't say global situation anymore to a flat earther because they'll think you're a Quintel Pro. <laughs> Man. Crazy. I wonder what's next. 
Good question. What are you working on these days? What else? Me? Yeah. What am I working on? As far as content? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I, uh, I write and perform poetry. That's like my main thing recently. And so I go, uh, I travel around to various conferences and festivals and events and perform, which is really awesome development in my life. Uh, I'm developing, uh, my own podcast. Oh, nice. Kevin, Kevin and I messed around with, we had six episodes of about a year and a half ago. And then we dropped the ball because I ended up moving away from Los Angeles, but picking that back up, we just recorded our first episode of our relaunch last week and, um, doing that and working on the funny videos when I can. I have a, I'm, it's, I have a really great deal where I can fly for free because a friend of mine put me on her, me on as her companion so I can fly back to LA whenever I want now, which is great to go film videos. So that's it, man. Writing, performing, creating more parody videos when, when I can and, uh, doing the podcast. What are some of your more popular parody videos that we haven't touched on? Well, let's see. The most popular ones. Well, besides the ones far, that are the ones that haven't been deleted yet. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Go on my uh, channel here. The award show videos were far and away our most popular, which is probably why they took them down. I mean, we had one called the, we had one where we were presenting at the Grammys and it was for the Illuminati puppet of the year. <laughs> and it was well on its way. It had something like, Gosh, 600,000 views. Oh my God. And counting. And then it just got taken down. They just <laughs> took it down. They, and they took down our Oscar video, which was the best, most American film. They took that down. Uh, which film won? Best, most American film? Yeah. Well, you never find out because when Brett is about to announce a winner, someone rushes the mic and says 9 11 was an inside job because it was right after when that guy at the Super Bowl. Came out and grabbed the mic and said, "Said that." Remember that? <laughs> it was right after that, and so we had that happen. And then we get rid of him. We silence the crowd, and then we're about to, as we reveal the winner, the video ends. Uh, and that was the year that Twelve Years a Slave won. We probably would have given it to that. Um, have you done any see. pizza pizza gate ones at all? We pizza never or, or not pizza pito video. Pizza. No, we mm. we didn't do pizza gate. That's probably for the best. <laughs> we wanted to, we wanted to, but when it was when PizzaGate was really happening, I was actually not even in the country. I was in Peru, so it just didn't. The timing didn't work out. And convenient. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I wanted to though. I would really love to uh, have strike, a comment on that. that. There's your strike three. What would the comment be? Well, just how pretty much how undeniable some of that evidence was mm -hmm. the email enough, evidence what did the e in the emails mainly do you mean that the emails and the instagram photos yeah and the artwork that those guys have in their houses i mean it's pretty fun there's, there's a pretty lot of lot peculiar of and the fact that they you know they wrote off pizzagate as being fake news so fast that to me proves their guilt because they don't look, they, they, if they're not even going to look into it, yeah, at exactly. least look into it exactly. to prove that it's false. In exactly. fact, they didn't. 
I mean, yeah. proves that they got something to hide, yeah. I think. Yeah. You know, and that's the same year. I like to bring this up to people. This is the, the same year the Pizzagate happened was the same year that the movie, uh, uh, oh, Spotlight won Best Picture at the Oscars. Spotlight is a movie about journalists who dared to cover the controversy surrounding the Catholic Church when pedophilia claims were coming out. So this movie that celebrates journalistic integrity wins Best Picture at the Oscars. A few months later, Pizzagate stuff happens, and it's, journalists yeah. fail completely. Yeah. They won't yeah. look into it at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's see, ironic. Seems That's a like really they're good doing point, that man. on a lot of different things these days. Every everything, literally everything. Their their journalism is is it's just a, blowing it on every and everything. They're they're just lying to people. Journalism's dead. They can't even dig up stuff on Trump. I mean, when we talked to John and and the guy from uh, exactly. Op Opperman. There's plenty of stuff they could be talking about on Trump, and they don't even dig that up. They just talk about all this surface bullshit and all the stuff that's not really real. I mean, when we we've been listening to the media, like we've been listening to media deconstruction for what five, ten years now, and we've not trusted the mainstream media for over over that long, over ten years probably 10, 15 years. And to see it just collapse into getting even worse is, is unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there was a, and again, like, I don't know, I really don't know what Trump's all about and what he's up to, but it is interesting. The media takes everything he says or does out of context and they refuse to cover anything that's seemingly positive. But there was a, there was a pedophile ring that was busted in Atlanta a few months ago. I think it was in June or July. That made the local news. I mean, this actually made the news. So this is not just hearsay, you know, someone saying, yeah, Trump was busting the pedophiles. No, this is actual an actual thing that happened. Something like 160 kids or something like that were rescued from this pedophile ring they busted in Atlanta. And it made the local news, but it didn't get any national attention. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean, why not? Why would that story get buried? Yeah. What are they? Why? Why hide that? And that's very... You know, makes you uh, makes you makes you wonder what's going on here. Beyond the veil, sometimes exactly. that veil doesn't seem so. You know, it's crazy if you look back just in in twenty years or ten years, even how much has kind of just been like in fucking three years. You know, if, if Trump seems to have like torn a weird hole in reality, if nothing else, he's like, there's all these people that didn't realize that the news might be a sham, or all of a sudden like, huh. You know, I think even if you're even I think everyone kind of sees it at this point, whether you're pro Trump or anti Trump but, or where you sit, I think everyone can agree you can't that the news is so unbelievably biased you can't trust anything anymore. But it's coming well, back to what Benny was other saying. Than the, other than the leftists. That's what I'm saying. It's coming back to what he's saying. So all the people that you're talking about that are waking up to the mainstream media actually being full of lies and deceit and putting things out of context and leaving these big stories out. You've got that shift and then you've got the shift of the people that or on the left that didn't believe in Bush and didn't believe in 9-11 and the war after that, they've completely shifted the other way. Yeah, hardcore the other way. And they also have the, they also, I mean, the left has control of the media, the entertainment, social media, and education. That's a pretty powerful uh, conglomerate. I mean, even Nike putting out that ad the other day with Colin Kaepernick and all that. I mean, it's just like, yeah, that was they're pushing so hard now. They're pushing so hard. You got to be outrageous. It's all about outra outrageousness. Well, did you hear the statement? Did you hear the statement? I don't know if it was real or not from Nike, but they're like, "Oh, we're a thirty-seven billion dollar company. We can afford to uh, to have." And they called that side something. I don't know if it was gun owners or I don't know if it was 
racist or something, and they, we can afford to not have them as customers or something like that. Huh. That's a I dangerous. That, yeah, I don't know if it was a real real statement, but if it was a meme, we all know there's no fake news on Instagram, right, Graham? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they, they've cleaned it all up. Yeah, that's right. Even though it's owned by fucking Facebook. Yeah, I think there's. I think there's unfortunately a lot of people who still believe the mainstream media and the the news because they it's that group thing. And if they watch late night television, they watch Daily Show or Bill Maher or Stephen Colbert or any of these other chuckleheads, they're believing it. They think, well, okay, even if they're doubting it, when they see the the people that they admire and then the crowds, you know, laughing and cheering them on, they think, well, okay, well, they're not crazy and they're smart, so. Maybe uh, maybe it's all just hogwash. Maybe it is all conspiracy. Yeah, I, I see it happening in my own family. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like if you're getting your news and information from a satire show, like there's that's a huge problem. Yeah, or from Facebook. Fucking Zuck the cuck. Anyway, it's probably a good place to wrap it up. Thanks for coming on the show, Benny. Thanks for taking some time out of your busy day. Of course, Hello, uh, my pleasure, guys. Friend of the show, John Brisson, was going to join us, but he's busy fucking evacuating. It's too bad. We hope he stays safe. I think he popped up in the chats. That's good. Then we know he's still good to go, which is good to know. Any of our other listeners who are hung up in the hurricane, hopefully you stay safe. Man, it's good to hear your take on things. It really does. A lot of it just mirrors sort of what I what I feel and what I think. And it's yeah, uh, well, it's it's rational in, to me. Yeah, like we're in the same boat. Yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously it's... It's nice to connect with you guys and, you know, have a nice conversation that I'm, I'm not, I don't have to worry about who I'm going to offend. Yeah, exactly. So right. where do people, uh, where's the best place for people obviously watch Joy Camp on YouTube and uh, they can see some of your other stuff from... I'm all over the place. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can go to go to YouTube. You can see all of our video. well, most of our videos there. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find me on Facebook personally if you want to reach out to me personally. You can email us at thejoycamp at gmail.com. We're also on Demit and Steemit and DTube, as well as Real Dot Video. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. Uh, if you go to our website, it's thejoycamp.com, which is currently under construction. We're we're relaunching everything in the next couple of weeks with new videos, a podcast, and a lot of other fun stuff. So that's it. So you can find me. Right if you on. Want to donate to our Patreon. We have one of those too. Right we, on. we also take crypto. <laughs> right on. I love fun yeah. stuff. It's been a fun chat. Come back anytime. Thanks, guys. It's been Thanks, a pleasure. Buddy. Yeah, okay. take care. Ciao. Another chat. Benny Hill. Joy Camp. What do you think, buddy? Not Benny Hill. <laughs> what is That's it? That's pretty funny, though. Benny, That's good Benny that you're Mills. comparing him, that Benny Willis. It's good that you're comparing him to like the, one of the best comedians of all time, Benny Hill. A lot of people <laughs> would call you all right for making that statement. <laughs> Who me? That would be no, uh, yeah, Grant. Uh, I do. I did love the Benny Hill show, though. Yeah, it was pretty funny. I also loved like Sanford's and Sons. Yeah, and that's probably not okay to like that show either. Just one of my Benny. I remember Benny oh, yeah, Hill Benny being Wills. like there was like a, a whole group of topless women like running really fast, chasing Benny Hill down the, <laughs> over this cliff. Like, I mean, that's the kind of stuff that I remember from Benny Hill. And that was when I was like seven or eight years old. I think nine years old. Here, Brody typing. <laughs>
Yeah, this mic's turned yeah. out pretty hot. So, uh, yeah, that was a great chat. He, honestly, I, I love his opinion on things, to be honest. Very middling, you know. He's open-minded to all kinds of stuff. And, his their, man, their satire videos are hilarious. We played that one before the show, just to give you guys a bit of a primer there. It's pretty funny. And the award shows are really funny. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> Worth checking out. Worth yeah. checking out. Two strikes. That's troubling to hear. Yeah. Hopefully he doesn't get any more strikes. Hopefully we don't get any strikes. Support the show. So we're ready in case we strike out. America.ca slash support. It's the only way we can do this shit, you guys. Seriously, support the show. Do it. Do everything Graham asks you to do in the show notes. He's got a bunch of stuff in there. Sign up for the newsletter. Review the show. Share the show. Listen to his shitty jingles. Send us some jingles. We got the Jingle King. I don't do everything Get in the, the show notes. Box. Yeah. The P.O. Box. For America FM. That's what you give to the old people in your life that don't know what a podcast is. Just say, check out grammerica.ca slash FM. Boom. They jump on. It's going to be Grammerica or CWS or some other. Something's going to be playing there. And that's so they can listen to a bunch of your favorite podcasts without having to actually uh, figure out podcatchers and all that. It's at the upper end of some people's ability. Co-hosts included. Anything else? That's it, buddy. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We will see you next week. I sent for you, but you never came around. So look at the shape that I'm in now. You're crying out loud. You left me standing in the freezing cold. Now my tattered umbrella doubles as a lightning rod for lightning bolts. Cadabra, cadabra, I'd reach out and grab you and take you home with me. And baby girl, you'd be my queen. Is this heaven? Have I found you? Or is this purgatory, a never-ending story? And the confusion with the illusion, and the confusion with the illusions, and the confusion with the illusions. Da 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 da. this heaven have I found you or is this purgatory a never ending story and the confusion with the illusion and the confusion with the illusion and the confusion with the illusions you left me standing in the freezing cold And now my tattered umbrella doubles as a lightning rod for lightning bolts If I could abracadabra, I'd reach out and grab you Take you home with me 
Baby girl, you be my queen. Ooh. If I could ever, could ever, I'd reach out and grab you. Baby girl, you be my queen. Baby girl, you be my queen. Hablando los azules.